Hi and welcome to a special podcast, a Glenvor podcast with your host Jason JJ and of course we're going to be talking about Glenvor. I'm just back from a, a three week family holiday on the other side of the world. had a fantastic time. I also had a lot of time to ponder all things Glenvor and uh, some of those little strands that we've sort of picked up upon and you wonder where they lead so my mind's buzzing about some things and at the moment on the site as I record this on Friday evening you'll know we're working our way through the 1946 plans which are showing us all sorts of things next week there's probably a I don't know if it's a big surprise to some people maybe not some people in the Muirtown area but there's probably for people who wonder what happened to Glenvor and what's left of Glenvor let me say um, there'll be a good article next week about something which I'm, I'm pleased we're now out there. But when I was on holiday, and apologies for the delay in these podcasts, um, just prior, we of course had the sort of the crowdfunding GoFundMe to get um, the collection of Glenvor documents that were offered to us rather than obviously going into auction or maybe going to a private collection. Yes, I technically own these things now, but I, I see myself only as custodian. Uh, the door is always open to get these out in public display and certainly um, I think further down the line when we do some more Glenvor tastings or I, I definitely do have a presentation with the Inverness Forum History, History Forum sorry, next year in next November, I think, or going well, 2024 in Inverness, we will um, obviously have some of these out for people to look at. You know, I think it's very important that you touch and you see history, uh, particularly of something that is no longer physical or there. You know, it's hard to imagine a distillery where there's a car park and a, a carpet shop, for instance. But, you know, hopefully we can help. But in this art, in this podcast, what I wanted to do was actually, uh, I've put the bulk of the documents into two protective plastic folders. Uh, the largest one, which is the insurance one, is in a separate one, as I really need to find a, a really big suitable file for that. But what I thought I would do is maybe just, I actually haven't physically looked through these yet because of the holiday and being out, but what I wanted to do was maybe bring a little bit of that excitement to you uh, and go through some of these documents. Um, not in any detail, but perhaps, a, I guess on the internet, you have these unboxing videos or, you know, first impressions. So we would call it something like that. So the, I did divide them into two lots um, when we got them. Uh, simply, first lot, the one I will go through is all about the Highland Railway Company. Now, if you've been following the Glenvore research from the very beginning, or you've been looking back over the website, you'll know that we had a series of documents donated to us around shipments from the distillery. And these were great documents because they're essentially invoices, but they are showing you the amount of casks and the type of casks that are leaving the distillery and where they're going. So you can actually see who's buying some of these casks, uh, where which blenders across the country. And Johnny Walker, the Walkers in Kilmarnock, were certainly by far the biggest buyer of Glenvor, perhaps outside McKinley and Burnley, who obviously um, had their own blending requirements. So we had those, and they're on the website from uh, the 19s, uh, I think maybe 1916, 1917. This clutch of documents, I think, now adds to that resource. So we can actually build up an even bigger picture of the um, cask movements and also what was coming into the distillery because they actually show us uh, yeast. They show us um, 
other orders. Pete, for instance, I think popped up on one of them as well, and coal. Um, so we could actually tell you where the coal was coming from from Glenvor for a change. So I don't think these are, are these actually in order? Uh, I'm just looking at them now. It's amazing to me that I've got these large invoices in front of me, which are essentially 120 years old or thereabouts, and they're in magnificent condition. Yes, it's the odd tear, the odd fold, the odd crease, but these things are beautiful. Um, there's stamps at the bottom with a the king. There's uh, pencil work as well as the ink work, um, giving us all these details. So originally, uh, with the, the Highland Railway Company invoices, I went through each line and did an article on each invoice. And I th we're going to do the same again. Uh, and also probably respect, re retrospectively look back at the previous work and see if we can form some patterns. Are there some new names on these invoices? Are there some expected delights? So let's have a look at the first one, um, which is to Messrs McKinley Burnley. Um, thing about doing this live is, of course, some of this handwriting, while some of it is very ornate, some of it is also very um, difficult to read. Um, so perhaps not the best thing, but let me with the wonders of modern technology, without even moving, I'm just going to turn the lighting in this room to maximum, as that will help me. Okay, there we go. All right, so, oh, first, first name off this invoice uh, is um, Walker and Sons Kilmarnock. So, absolutely no surprise there to see the Walkers involved. We also have McEwen in Sterling. Oh, there's an interesting one. Um five barrels to Burnie in, is it Fockerbers? I'll have to look into that one a little bit more. And also um, it tells you who they are from and where they're going to, but also they tell you uh, the weight, what the fee, um, and when it was paid. So these are all really, really interesting. And the number of casks. So by far the biggest order of casks on this one, uh, if that is not a two or a four, is either Watson's in Dundee or Coburn's. Coburn and Campbell, um, who I'm sure we have seen before, um, and they were a blender. Um, were they in Speyside? I think they were. So again, we have to look at it. Or Leaf, actually. I think that might be a very poor right handwriting of Leaf. So the other thing that's worth to, to look at these is on the reverse, because sometimes there's little notes scribbled. So this one's from January 1917, uh, and the total amount which was paid was £255, essentially, and there's a signature on the back. So that's probably quite a sizable fee um, for what represents as a rough addition maybe um, around 70 casks I think uh, were done on this invoice uh, and somebody's ticked things in crayon and scored through things so um, you know sort of a an elaborate mechanism at work here in terms of ledgers and the style of something to do so it does talk also about here faintly at the bottom about the canal basin uh, and also to the manufacturer. So it looks like we have monies going in different ways. So that's quite a fascinating opening on that first invoice. The second invoice, which I just reach into, um, much larger order, actually. 
you know, I think we're looking at well over 100 casks on this order. This one as well is to McKinley Burnley, and this one is from October 1916. Um, again, the same sort of shipping fee, interestingly enough, despite the, the carriage. Uh, we have uh, destinations North Leaf, Kilmarnock. No surprise who the Kilmarnock one is. Uh, High Street somewhere. Uh, Kings. Bross, is that? Southleaf, Manchester, um, free bags with cask. So that's probably something to do with the yeast. Um, they did get a lot of brewing yeast, so that would be interesting to dive into. Um, there's an interesting one. I'm going to Thompson's in well, Southleaf, it looks like. 50 butts. That's quite a sizable order if that's the case. Uh, then we have Camden again popping up, uh, another Edinburgh distillation, uh, another mention of the Canal Basin, another locations Dunbar, Glasgow, Leaf, Glasgow and Leaf. So again, you can sort of build up a pattern of these. So I'll put that one down. It's a little red note here in pen, actually. This item is payable by consignee, apparently. I'm not sure which one that is, but anyway, these are all fascinating little things to take into account. A much shorter invoice. This one is from August 1916. Um, again, there's probably around 50 barrels on this. Um, destinations, Waterloo, uh, Drummond, Allower, uh, one... It looks like grass cook, but I'll need to think about that. Some Wilkerson in Alloa has a grass cook. That can't be right. I'll have to look into that. Um, another order, um, leaf for 10 hogsheads. Um, Watson and Dundee is scored out. That would have been three hogsheads. And the excise house in leaf was getting a hogshead. And there's a butt of whiskey going somewhere in leaf. So I will have to chip away at these. But again, let's looking on the back. Yep. Much smaller amount, but that's from August 1916. Next one. This one is completely full. This is a huge invoice. Um, nothing on the back, interestingly enough, but... Uh, this one is massive. Um, this one's from November 1916. My goodness, there's probably over 200 casks on this uh, invoice. So this is this is fantastic. Um, again, we're seeing McEwen of Lovian Road, which is Edinburgh. We've got Kilmarnock, obviously, uh, the Walkers. We have Camden again, Hamlin, um, more Lovian Road, Manchester six bags of yeast um three bags of yeast from edinburgh uh one drum oil one by waste so it looks like some sort of maybe waste product is going to aberdeen which seems apt um we have buchanan's thompson's leaf uh lovian road McEwen. lots of leaf entries here lovian road again uh, Walford or Watford, perhaps, of Hamlin. Um, 30 hogsheads to Kilmarnock's to the Walkers. Um, 
a little bit faint at the bottom this one so this one's going to take a little bit more work definitely somebody stepped in with a fainter handwriting but also a totally different style of handwriting uh, but i can make out there's definitely a mention of dunbar drums perhaps and also glasgow so that's that one's going to be an absolute joy to decipher but well worth the effort which is um what it's about at the end of the day next we have uh this one is to mckinley's and bernie limited of glenvore distillery uh obviously all one word which is something we've seen now and again glenvore uh this is november 1916 and yeah, another sizable invoice. The writing on this one is mostly in pencil, but it's the passage of time. It looks great. Uh, 62 bags of barley. So this is great. We actually, this was delivered to the canal basin. Ah, actually, this looks like all canal basin. So this is the railway um, at the canal basin. There was basically a siding putting um, for the war um, for Glen Alban. Uh, when it was a military base uh, and it was occasionally used this this particular invoice is very different to the other ones i've mentioned this particular invoice talks about the raw materials coming to the distillery not the casks going out so this this particular one is a fantastic document i can already tell you i mean we've got um barley um yep yeah, it's all barley we can actually see uh the regions perhaps not the farms but we can see the regions where they are getting their barley from so it looks like could that be culloden definitely four trolls is mentioned here avoca i think we have mentioned before we know they got a lot of their materials not just internationally but also from the uh, black isle region uh for trolls is here bow hill um bow hill comes up a lot um Gaylaw Field, I think. Oh, I need to look at that. Malochi is in here as well. So let, you've got a tremendous amount, bags of barley or sacks, depending, HR sacks. Uh, you've got um, coal. You know, we can see Bohel. Bohel, I think, was the Fife uh, pit, um, which isn't too far from where I live and which is now being converted in sort of a, a leisure park area and the pit areas flooded so you've got some um, artificial um not ponds they're massive but you know what i mean uh so yeah we've got yeah fantastic document this uh, i'm really excited to try and pin this down but we can tell the coal uh we can tell the barley and everything else so oh fantastic that's going to be great really really good to show us what they were doing back then uh, another document from 1916 this one a little bit shorter um but again it talks about i don't know if it's grass or brass i'll need to look into this but it's coming from williamson and aloha um we have oh two hogsheads from Clyde Bonding Company to Buchanan's. So that's interesting. Uh, again, a lot of leaf entries here at Grangemouth. Um, somebody's getting a couple of hogsheads in Grangemouth, which is interesting. I wonder if that was maybe a port for shipping. Um, leaf, uh, we have a mention of the canal basin again. Um, a butt of whiskey to 
McKinley's and Leaf, perhaps. Uh, there's a little note on the side about an account on it. And 28 or possibly 70, no, 40 hogsheads going to you-know-who in Kilmarnock. So, yeah. Okay, a lot of writing in red. Um, oh, and it's just struck me here. This this particular invoice, wow. Right, there's some writing in red here. Uh, there's a correction. So this, this is just totally in the moment. Um, so a director has scored out some things and noted some things. Uh, this is from August 1916. Uh, and they've noted, you can tell it's the same handwriting and the same pen. This item was paid for in the last something cash it or consignment maybe above items and it's stamp mckinley's and burnley limited but it's signed it's actually signed that's that has to be john burney's signature so that is yeah people it's hard it's hard to explain when you have a document in your hand which i, mean, I felt this a few times with glenvor when i opened the, the original uh 1892 plans and charles doig you're like wow when i opened the logbook and there was um neil m gunn's handwriting and thoughts you're like wow and here i have one there's john burney you know it's you know to me that's just that's just superb that's that's a wonderful thing to have. Excellent. Really, really pleased to have that. Um, the last of these incredible invoices. Uh, is from June 1916. Um, this one is casks. So we have uh, Lovian Road and Edinburgh McEwen's. We have Manchester, Hamlin and Co. Again, another brewer. So the, this is this is the yeast we're seeing here. Lovian Road, McEwen's. Uh, that's for hogsheads. Maybe they were swapping casks. We have six bags of brewer's yeast from again Manchester. Uh, it really helps us when they actually put what's in the the bags rather than just bags. Um, 50, 50 hogsheads to the Walkers in Kilmarnock. Uh, free casks to our Rate or Ate in South Leaf. Another mention of the Canal Basin. Then we have some really faint things here, which are going to Leaf, uh, several Leaf entries, Edinburgh and Glasgow. Um, and paid for. On the back, July 1916, number 15, the Highland Railway. So, wonderful collection of documents there. Um, my immediate reaction is, apart from there's a lot of work to be done, is pure excitement. Um, we have uh, the one that shows us the barley and the coal again, so that's just adding more. Um, I would say a lot of the cask names, without getting my head around some of the handwriting, the faintness, a lot of the cask names and the destinations are pretty consistent with what we already have, so I, I don't think there's a huge amount there. But probably the real joy is... Um, uh, the document uh, from John Burney, uh, the signature there, which is just just great to see his handwriting and uh, 
if you know John Burney and if you've been following the site, he was a man of detail. He knew exactly what he wanted and how to go about it. And if something wasn't uh, up to scratch, he would certainly let you know. Um, and we're, we're certainly seeing more of that. But um, I hope you enjoyed that little talk through the Highland Railway Company invoices. You know, it's I'm, I'm, thanks to everybody that contributed and made this possible. Um, we're going to get a wealth of material out of this, but also, uh, yeah, just just more detail for the website and what we know about Glenvor. But um, that's yeah, I'm still looking at the John Burney notes here, so that that's great. So what I will do is I'll put these into uh, order and we'll go through them one at a time and as I said we'll add to what we had previously and look to build upon that so marvellous um, in the next show uh, I will which I'm just going to record now let's be honest but you're not going to hear it till we publish it um, we're going to go through the individual documents so these could be anything uh, and that was going to be really exciting because who knows what's in there I know from the initial look uh, when we were talking about the deal uh, there were a couple things of real interest so uh, now I can talk about that in the next show and literally put my hands on these things so thanks very much for listening uh, I will see you on the next show and uh, any questions please get in touch <laughs>